I'm Jessica Trute and this is Short Take, a German film's podcast. Director and screenwriter Bohan Kurbani was born in 1980 and studied at the Film Academy Baden-Württemberg. After graduating from high school, he worked as an assistant dramaturg and director at various theaters. Already during his studies, he was awarded several times for his short films. His diploma film Shahada premiered in the competition of the 60th Berlinale in 2010 and won numerous national and international awards. In 2014, his feature film We Are Young, We Are Strong had its world premiere as the opening film of the Rome International Film Festival and received several prizes. Finally, his epic and award-winning novel interpretation Berlin Alexanderplatz premiered at the 17th Berlinale 2020. Currently, Burhan is working on a film trilogy titled Three Colors Germany – Black, Red, Gold. I talked to him via Zoom for this interview. Hi Burhan, thank you for joining us today. Our podcast Short Take is meant to give our listeners a quick but better idea of you and your work. We are going to ask you 19 questions, some personal, some less so. There's no need to overthink the answers, let's just have some fun. And dive right in with the first question. How would you describe your current state of mind or mood in three words? Fuck Corona, fuck. I think I'm just tired of the situation right now. I'm, I'm wearing out. It's not terrible. I'm not suffering. But I realize I miss so many aspects of the life that we had. And I know it's it's gonna go on for a while. And I know that patience will help. And I know we need a lot of kindness to make the next step. But I really hope it goes as fast as possible. Yeah, I think that's how a lot of people feel right now. We have to keep hoping for the best. So... What is your favorite way to spend time? Right now I enjoy every moment um, that I can spend with friends in this, you know, um, short time frames that we have, you know, meeting people gets more and more important. I'm, I'm a very asocial person. I love to be alone. I really enjoy it. But after a year of, you know, being forced to be alone, I enjoy every moment that I can spend walking, talking, having like a three-minute uh, kitchen dance uh, with a friend that is visiting me. And it's a cliche, but I like the small moments of spending time with friends. Okay. What is your guilty pleasure? Uh, my guilty pleasure right now is watching Miami Vice, the series from the 80s. And um, to see this bloated and overstylized uh, and a bit mindless TV series, but it gives me... Peace of mind. I don't know why. It just makes me relax. I don't have to think and I can, and it reminds me of my childhood. I remember like ARD or ZDF. I don't know. And to have those, yeah, first superheroes of TV and to see them, you know, like fighting crime and winning. Out of all the jobs you've done before, what was your favorite job? And it doesn't have to be necessarily film related. You know, I've been one of the last generations um, that did uh, civil service in Germany. So when I was a kid, uh, after high school, we had to decide if we want to go to the army or if we do civil service. And my parents are from Afghanistan. So for me, there was no way that I would learn how to kill or how to use a weapon. And I did civil service for nine months. And I loved it because... For nine months, I was doing something completely selfless. I put my strength and my youth and my energy to work for people who didn't have all of that, you know, who were old or ill. 
and who needed um, me to help them with their everyday life and I was able to actually make a change in their life and it was really nice. Um, it was very humbling to, to do that. Mm, great. What do you most appreciate in your friendships? I like that friendship is um, so forgiving and much more forgiving than love or an erotic relationship or the relationship that we have with our partners. You know, we expect so much from our partners. We want them to be perfect on a level that is almost unreachable. They have to be smart and beautiful. They have to work with us. They have, we have to be able to spend everyday life with them. But with friends, it's we can meet and we can spend a great time with each other. And it doesn't matter if we don't see each other for half a year or for a year or for a decade. Um, with good friends, you can just pick up, you know, where you left and, and it's okay. And I think it's much harder in um, love relationships where you, we are much stricter, you know, we are much harsher and harder with our lovers than with our friends. And I appreciate this about friendship, that um, it comes easy when it's good. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it that way, but it makes perfectly sense, yeah. Who are your real-life heroes? I like people who who face their fears and who do the right thing, even if it costs them dearly. Especially in the last year where uh, so many things in our society changed and where politically and in, in terms of society, we are like on new ground. Um, it is so easy for us to, you know, show activism or pretend to care by uh, liking something on, on Facebook or on Instagram, but to, to, to actually do something and to put your neck out there and to do something dangerous. And I don't mean like to, to go into a fight, but to uh, risk more than just a finger, like just a click of, of a button. I admire people who do that. So I try to challenge myself to do every day something that I'm afraid of. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you weren't a director, what would you be? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm really not good in anything else. I'm a writer and a director. And, but I remember my, my English teacher in, in um, 12th grade once said, Buhan, you are Eurasian bastard. You will waste yourself in a useless partisan war one day. And I like this notion that I waste myself, that I burn myself in a, in a useless cause. Uh, my dad was working for an uh, NGO, and I, I like the notion to burn myself in, in, in that context to, to do something that makes more sense than, than I do. You were apparently a very poetic child. This might help you with the next question, maybe. Which real life or fantasy talent would you like to have? Oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's such a hard question. I, I think I, let, let's stick to real life. I think I would love to be more disciplined and um, more hardworking. My brother, he is a neuropsychologist and he calls what I do peak performance. Um, so I do uh, a lot of nothing for a long time. And when I have to um, work, I can perform uh, on the level that I, I, I have to do it. But uh, I waste so much time and I wish I would waste less time. And um, be just a bit more productive, not in the capitalistic sense. I don't want to burn myself out. I don't think that human beings have to be overly productive and um, everything that we do has to make sense. Mm -hmm. I think that senseless stuff um, is where creativity comes from. But I just wish I would be a bit more hardworking and a bit more disciplined. Yeah, I can so relate to that. 
What is the last book you read? I'm reading the Bible right now, but uh, <laughs> but in the version of Robert Crumb. Uh, so he's a, a illustrator and um, comic artist, and he made his own version of uh, of the Bible. And I, I like his illustrations together with the words of God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a Muslim, so uh, until now, nobody made that uh, same thing with the Quran, but I would read it if it would be with the Quran. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite literary hero or heroine? I, I can say it not not about the, the character from the book, but about the writer. Like my favorite book in the world is The Name of the Rose by Umberto Eco. And I love Umberto Eco because he was this ultimate intellectual. He was so smart and such a deep thinker. He was speaking a dozen languages. He had an encyclopedic knowledge of the world and of the past. And I really admire people who are so dense uh, with knowledge and um, who can put them into interesting stories and uh, narratives that are engaging um, so that if you read or see what they do, that you get out a bit richer. Yeah, definitely agree on that. It's a great story and the role that Echo attributes to humor is ingenious. Yes, yes, so much. What is the last movie or TV series you saw? Uh, actually, I, I was revisiting Battlestar Galactica from 2000, a TV series from 2003. And it's so good. It comes from this, um, what they call the golden age of TV. You know, when a series like Sopranos, Six Feet Under, I think that a, a bit later Mad Men came out. And it's such perfect writing. It's so perfect. And I rewatched the, the pilot of Battlestar like three times in a row because um, although I come from Art House, I think that the efficiency of the narrative and the way how um, how quickly, with very rough brush strokes, they tell a story, but um, perform it so delicately and um, with such a skill. Like the actors in Battlestar are so fucking amazing. It's mind-blowing. And... Um, I really, really admired that. So I watched um, the pilot like three times and then I watched the first season twice. Uh, and obviously I have much too much uh, time on my hand, but it is really, really good. Okay, so uh, you get inspired by these sort of series for your own work? Absolutely. I mean, like, I, I, I have to say, and I'm so sorry, but um, I, there's very, very few German series that that really hold up to that standard. I mean, right now we're watching more than we've watched ever before. And I think that a lot of, um, of the stuff that we binge just gets lost. I mean, I can binge watch a series like in a week and I wouldn't know, I wouldn't remember what I've watched. But there's some stuff that sticks. And I consider myself um, much less a filmmaker, but a storyteller. And I enjoy if um, if I see stories that really are like uh, executed perfectly and um, have a story that is engaging and a message that is important. And if you can combine that, then, yeah, it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, that leads us to the next question. Do you have a favorite German film or series? I mean, there's a couple. It's, uh, it's, it's really hard. Like, I think what I really admire are um, old films like M, uh, Eine Stadt sucht ihren Mörder. And some of the movies of Rainer Werner Fassbinder are amazing. I love some films from Petzold, some films from Andy Dresen. And lately, I haven't seen anything that completely blew me away lately. 
which is a pity. A TV series that still holds up uh, was the original The Sport. They first made a series and then they, they brought it out as a, as a cinema movie and it's still something um, which is kind of fresh and it aged very well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is the last podcast you heard? So, again, I have a lot of time. And I have, and I, and I have a very weird, weird media, um, diet. So I start my day with listening to The Daily by the New York Times, which is the daily, um, podcast that they have. And it, it's, it's very well made and it keeps me on track on everything that is happening in the US right now. And their politics are much more decisive and interesting and entertaining than, than German news. And then I go to, uh, Today. It's a podcast from Vox.com. And then there's a couple of American podcasts that I just like, uh, I go through them. And then I start watching Stephen Colbert, uh, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel, only their monologues. And I almost consider them as, as podcasts because they, are, they have the same routine. You can watch them and enjoy them without actually looking at them. You can just, you know, you can do your dishes and still, um, have fun. And, but I haven't listened to a German podcast lately. Ah, one of the best podcasts I've ever, ever, ever heard is um, Caliphate. It's about ISIS. It's a bit, it has aged, but it's so well done. And it's, it basically gives you the mechanism of radicalization and how something like ISIS was possible and how people from Europe were, or from the Western world were intrigued to, you know, go to Syria and fight there. It's uh, disturbing and it's mind-blowing at the same time. Okay. What do you like most about yourself? That I'm growing. I just got 40 and I realize that um, I'm not the same person that I've been with 20. I I don't dislike the the 20-year-old Buhan, but I I enjoy to have the possibility to look back and like not only five years but 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and to realize how much has changed and how I gained a social but also professional skill set and that I've never stopped learning and I I feel that I'm never happy with the, the person I am at the moment and that I always try to learn a bit more and get a bit better than I've I've been before and that I very likely need therapy. I should do that. I should go for. I'm 40 now. I, 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 I should battle my midlife crisis with therapy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a plan. What or which trait do you dislike most in yourself? God, that there are still some structures inside of me that I cannot deconstruct, that I cannot break. It's it's a certain laziness, and it, that I could work harder when I don't, and that I waste so much time when I shouldn't. Because there are so many stories to tell. There's so much that I could do in much less time and I don't do it because it's so easy to get distracted. And again, I'm, this is not a pledge for capitalistic efficiency, not at all. It's more about if we have something to say and if we want to give something or create something beautiful, then every minute that we don't work on it is a waste. And I'm, I hate that I waste so much time. Okay. So what is the last thing you regretted and why? And it doesn't have to be a big thing. Yesterday I had a lazy day I, uh, and I ate too much chocolate. I drank too much wi uh, red wine. I ate uh, a package of, of uh, potato chips. And I, I 
woke up today and I felt bloated and useless and uh, fat. <laughs> and <laughs> I just wish I, I wouldn't, I would have yesterday at a certain point said, okay, stop, stop. You, you, you don't need to eat that. It's, it's lovely. It's beautiful. It's tasty, but you don't have to eat it. And I regret that. <laughs> okay. But I hope the experience was worth it. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, you know, the biggest challenge in my life every day, every day is to go um, to uh, the supermarket and not buy potato chips. That's the hardest challenge that I have, like, because I I love food, I love food so much, and uh, I love fast food. You know, my my mom, she was working in McDonald's when I was a kid, and I remember when she came, she always brought like two packages of of food. Um, the leftovers, you know, the stuff that they had to throw, throw away, and uh, because it was in, in, in McDonald's, if it's um, if it lays there for an hour, then they cannot sell it anymore. And um, so, <laughs> I always connect uh, McDonald's with my mom coming home and and bringing food. Okay, nice memory, and possibly the dream of every child, I think. <laughs> But we we should remember that McDonald's is the Antichrist. We should remember that. <laughs> yes, true. Which random thing makes you happy? Mm, fast food, for sure. And, <laughs> oh God, that's such a difficult question. Um, I, can I say that happiness is overrated? Sure. I think that there's a lot of people who, who try to be happy all the time. I think that many people like uh, are uh, working to be happy. I don't find that so important. Maybe it has something to do with the way how I work and that I'm not very productive when I'm happy. When I'm happy, I'm happy. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enough. I'm enough for myself when I'm happy. When I'm not happy, then I have this urge to create something. And that's the moments when I start writing. Okay. Do you have a life motto? No, I don't. It's, it's, I think it's something that I did when I was younger that I tried to, you know, to dumb down my life into one sentence, which is just too, it's, it's too simplistic. You know, I think life is beautiful because it's so complex and because it's um, so hard to grasp and it's it's overwhelming. And I think that is uh, much more interesting than to to put it into uh, a sentence or a phrase or the lyrics of a pop song. So I think it's a tendency that we have as human beings um, to put everything in a certain structure. And I mean, the easiest structure is, of course, black and white, good and evil, them and us. But I think that life is gray and gray and gray. And to, to put it into simple terms, maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough to put it into one sentence. But right now, I think it's smart to, to be as uh, emotionally agile as possible and to be able to adapt and to rethink life in the moment it happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're already at the last question. Oh, wow. Yeah. Exciting. I hope it's a good one. Give me something great. Oh, then I hope you're ready because we saved the best till last, of course. So how would you like to be remembered? I don't want to be remembered. I want my, my work to live on. I want that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, like, um, what an arrogant notion. Like, uh, remember me, you know, like, who am I? It's, it's, it's really hard for me to take myself so seriously. Um, I'm so flawed and I'm, I'm so much still struggling to become myself and to become better at being myself. And I like to be good just right now. You know, like I'm, 
I don't know what's going to be in the next four months, so please don't ask me what's going to be in the next 40 years. But I, I, I want that things that I created with my friends, and I'm really blessed to work with my friends and with my family, I want that to live on. I want that people will watch our movies, not my movies, our movies, where we put all our heart, all our emotions, our passion. I want that to live on and not to be forgotten and to have an impact even in 40 years, even in 100 years. Okay. So that was it. Thank you so much for joining us today and for taking time. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Short Take is produced by Jessica Trute on behalf of German Films, the National Information and Advisory Center for the promotion of German films worldwide. To find out more about Burhan's work, check out the links in our show notes. To stay up to date with our episodes and help us get the word out, follow us on Instagram and like, comment and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts.